Hey everybody, I'm Brian Clapp, VP of Content and Engaged Learning at WorkInSports.com, and this is the Work in Sports Podcast. So I want to rant for a little bit. It's my show, I get the soapbox, and I'm deciding to use it today. There is so much anger and division on cancel versus consequence. And I want to try to have a meaningful conversation with you through the lens of Mike Milbury's recent comments on the NHL on NBC Stanley Cup playoff coverage. For those of you not in the know, during a recent game between the Islanders and Capitals, I believe, Milbury and analyst Brian Boucher were discussing the benefits of the NHL's playoff bubble. Boucher says, If you think about it, it's a terrific environment with regard to if you enjoy playing and enjoy being with your teammates for long periods of time, it's a perfect place. And then Milbury added, not even any woman here to disrupt your concentration. Since the comment, Milbury has announced that he will not be part of the NBC Sports broadcast. This is Milbury talking now. In light of the attention caused by my recent remark, I've decided to step away from my role at NBC Sports for the remainder of the Stanley Cup playoffs. There was and is outrage on both sides of this subject. Some say it's an overreaction, and Milbury's comments were just the truth, and this is another example of cancel culture. Others say this is the same tired cliches minimizing women, their impact and value, degrading them to a distraction, and fodder for men to ogle at. And that this is an example of there being consequences because words matter and what you say matters. Let me start by saying this. Analysts have a tough job of trying to speak off the cuff in a fast-paced game. And when they try to be irreverent, get off topic, play for a laugh line, teeter out of their lane a little bit, things get out of control fast. But the best at it don't seem to run into this problem. Because they have focus and they know their job is to talk about the game in front of them, to use their legacy knowledge and their insight into the game to make the broadcast better. They're not seeking out high fives from adoring fans who think they're witty and on the edge and teeter towards that brink of being wrong or being controversial. They focus on their role, which is to bring their knowledge and insight into what's happening out there to the audience at home. So let's get into the comment itself in the most simple way possible. Is it a fair commentary by Milbury? Or is it cliche and a dangerous narrative? Look, I'm a white, straight, married male. Literally the most privileged class in our society. And I'm so freaking tired of the stupid old cliched tropes like this towards women. This is the most banal, boring observation about the human condition. Women are a distraction and men are just prey to their seductiveness. This is the slippery slope of irreverent commentary. It may look harmless or funny to some when it's isolated. Ah, what he said wasn't so bad. Loosen up. I keep hearing that, right? But put it in context. Weigh it down with the history of misogyny. Put yourself in someone else's shoes who has battled inequality and hasn't been fed privilege throughout their life. And maybe you'll hear things differently. To be honest, I'd be offended if I was on either side of this narrative. Of course, it's more insulting to women, okay, let's make that clear, who surely don't deserve to be relegated to distraction. 
But if I was a player in the freaking Stanley Cup finals and some dude was assuming I couldn't hold my focus or concentration because a woman or women or my wife or my partner or my girlfriend was in the bubble, I'd be like, how simple do you think I am? I can't prioritize this moment. I don't value my teammates enough to perform at my best. I can't willfully decide to focus. I'm just a caveman ogling women over there. I mean, come on. And to put this burden on any woman that just their mere existence inside the bubble could shift the power axis out of orbit, it's just, it's maddening. If I was a woman and I heard this quote, I'd just be so disheartened. It's like rewind and repeat the same old junk about how we aren't value adds to this equation. We're just another distraction. Let's get real here. Do you know how many women came to me during my career as a news director to complain about the derogatory, sexist, aggressive actions of a male coworker or workers? I can think of five times off the top of my head. That's five times a woman felt threatened or minimized enough to come tell me, their male boss, that things were out of control and they needed me to step in and do something. And before, before you say to yourself, five, five doesn't sound like too bad. That doesn't sound like too many. For one, you're wrong. Five times in a staff of 40 people is a ton. Is a ton. And also that means likely there were multiple other incidents that never found their way to my desk. Those were just the five that felt emboldened enough to come to me that had reached a point of no return in their minds. The stories these women told me were horrifying. And I personally escalated them to the proper authority figures within our operation. This was 20 years ago, okay? Guess what? They got squashed right there. My organization failed these women. The males would have to take sensitivity training or get some simple slap on the wrist, but nothing meaningful changed. The women, these poor women that came forward, put themselves out on the line, reported the injustices, were shunned. Whether intentionally or just, you know, just kind of started to happen, they wouldn't be as visible or welcomed in the newsroom banter. They wouldn't be considered part of the group anymore. It was really sad. It was depressing. So for all of you who hear someone like Mike Milbury doing the old women are a distraction to men narrative and think to yourself, come on, stop being so serious. Women are a distraction. What he said is no big deal. You're just looking for things to be upset about. That right there is what people with privilege say. That is what people who don't have to suffer through animus and hostile work environments would say. Of course, it's no big deal to you. The narrative doesn't affect you. So let's play this out. Let's say you're a player inside the bubble in the NHL playoffs and your wife or girlfriend works for a team or the league offices. She shouldn't be allowed in the bubble to do her job because she could be a distraction. How selfish is that? How insulting is that? There's a growing group of people in the sports biz led by Sydney Large, who I'm trying to get booked on the podcast someday soon. She started a group titled Support Women in Sports. It's a very grassroots effort. They have these really cool stickers. They're just trying to get this movement going. And I'll be honest, I first saw and heard about her cause and thought, is this necessary? I mean, it seems like there's more women working in sports than ever before. But then things like this happen. And you watch as hundreds of men come to Milbury's rescue to claim cancel, cancel culture has taken another victim. And they treat him as if he is the aggrieved party here. And I'm reminded of how little we've changed since those women came to my office afraid and insulted two decades ago. We can do better. 
Hire more women in sports, protect their work environment, listen to their perspective and vision for your organization. Let them in the bubble. And you know what? If the men can't control themselves and they lose their Stanley Cup game because two X chromosomes are nearby, then that's a bigger commentary on their failures, not the woman's. All right, that'll wrap up this show. As always, if you have thoughts or commentary, please share it in our private Facebook group. You can join by going to Facebook and searching for the Work in Sports podcast. Answer a few quick questions, and I'll let you in so you can share your thoughts. And thanks, as always, for subscribing and reviewing our podcast. Coming up on Wednesday, Shabazz Khan, Director of Digital Content for the Minnesota Timberwolves and Lynx. He has some really cool stories he tells from his social media experience. Until then... Keep your mask on, and if you see me in public, stay six feet away. Stay safe, stay safe, everybody, and thanks for listening. <laughs>